What does it look like to start strong in your new ministry position? That's what we're talking about in today's episode. Get ready, because it's time. Holy nuclear time bombs! Holy overeating! Holy roller coasters! It's time! It's time! It's time for the Lion Sidekick Podcast! Hello, heroes. This is Tom Pounder, and you are listening to the YM Sidekick Podcast. This is the podcast where ministers come to learn some cool tips and tricks and ideas on how to do ministry more effectively in a very digital and online world. And today I'm excited to have my friend Stan Rada back on. Actually, I'm kind of mixed to have my friend Stan Rada on because we are talking about a subject about starting strong in a new ministry position. How do you do that effectively? And Stan Rada, unfortunately, is starting, going to be starting strong in a new ministry position away from me. Again, Stan and I, if you've been following the podcast, we work in the same church, and he is now moving on. And so we talk about what it looks like to end well, but also start strong in this new ministry position. So I'm really excited to talk to him and get him to share his thoughts because he's doing things currently right now to transition well into a new ministry position. And we're going to learn what he's doing and how that can help you when you're doing your next ministry position change. So without any further ado, let's get into the conversation right now with Stan Rada to talk about how you can start strong in a new ministry position. With me right now is my friend Stan Rada. What's up, Tom Pounder? I mean, well, we've been just talking off offline for the past few minutes, and we had dinner together last night with Brennan Loveless, and now we get to talk about we get to talk about ministry stuff again, some more. Man, we can't get enough of each other. No, we we can't. But I mean, pretty soon, like I'm not going to see you very much soon. I mean, pretty <laughs> soon, like I'm not going to see you every week on a Zoom call anymore. It's like you're. That's true. You're out of here. So, um, you know, it's been a little bit of time since you've been on the podcast. So tell people what's new in the life of Stan Rada. Uh, well, I know that I know that your listeners were all sitting around today thinking, <laughs> you know, what would really what I really need. I really need an update on Stan. That's what's really missing in my life. So Tom, Tom hasn't had him on the podcast lately. What is he doing? I just feel like I'm missing Stan. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean the short is uh, the short answer is I have accepted a, a, a lead pastor role at a church outside of uh, Kansas City, Missouri, in uh, in Lee Summit, and uh, am in the process of uh, transitioning into that role, transitioning out of my current role as a campus pastor at New Life, and uh, so everything right now is a chaotic mess. The house is half packed and there's holes in the wall and uh, it's a little bit crazy right now, uh, to be honest. Yeah. And you also have a graduating senior as well. I mean, so not only are you doing stuff, but you've got graduation stuff, right? Yeah. My oldest son just graduated high school, uh, which is crazy. I don't feel like I'm old enough to have a kid graduating high school. That's really odd. You really don't Uh, have enough gray hair yet to have a a kid that. No, I'm working on it, but yeah, I don't. Uh, Yeah. So he's, yeah, he graduated high school and he's prepping for, um, something in some kind of college or further education. And uh, 
I just recently had my 21st anniversary, so that's going on. Um, it's, it's, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch happening over here in my little corner of the world. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Uh, and you're still doing four gen, correct? Yep. Yep. Still doing four gen, uh, taking a, a little bit of a break, uh, through the summer only because I'm trying to transition to this new role. And so, uh, kind of slowing down on a couple of things. So I've been sending a few less emails and things of that nature, but yes, four gen is going to be <clears throat> going to be on the move again real soon. And, um, yeah, so it is, it's still, still up and running for sure. That's great. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, today we want to talk about you transitioning into this new role. Now, I've on my podcast before, I've had people come on and share about how you can end well. And my personal opinion is, Stan, I think you've ended very well at New Life. And uh, it's been, um, it will be so very sad to have you not on staff anymore, sending me nasty texts during staff <laughs> meetings, trying to make you laugh and stuff. But <laughs> We want, we want to talk about how you can start strong, okay? So how you can start yeah. strong on there. And what, what kind of a period right now will you have between the time that you end <clears throat> at New Life and when you start at your new job? Um, so, yeah, my, uh, my last day of responsibilities with New Life, just for what it's worth for the timeline for everybody, is Sunday, June 6th. Uh, I'll be paid at New Life through the end of June and then basically starting up in July at the new church. And so that's kind of the time frame I'm working in and basically trying to, you know, handle everything really well in the middle of that time frame. Um, I do think for whoever recorded that podcast with you on um, on kind of finishing well, I think that starting well in a new role actually begins there. So if anybody happened to have missed that podcast, they need to go listen to it because the reality is that starting well at the new job, especially in ministry, those guys are watching how you end at your current role. And so starting well with new people really does, with a new ministry, really does begin with ending well at your current ministry because... People want to know, they're kind of watching you to see what they're going to get, you know, yeah. like what you're going to bring to the table, what kind of integrity you have, what kind of work ethic and those types of things. Yeah. So for whatever that's worth, I won't belabor that point. But I do think starting well in a new ministry does begin with ending well at the current one so that you go into it kind of fresh and, you know, with your integrity intact and um, yeah, things okay. like that. Okay, so let's hit on this real quick. Um, okay. it, uh, what are some of the things that you were intentional about, about how you ended at New Life? What were some of the things you wanted to make sure that you definitely did? Oh, well, like, I mean, a couple things were, I wanted to make sure that I communicated everything as clearly as I could. I wanted to communicate the process of how things had happened as clear, clearly as I could. I wanted to communicate that up the food chain. I wanted to communicate that horizontally to people on staff with me. And then I wanted to communicate it well down the food chain, so to speak, to my campus, to my staff team, just so that everybody was hearing a clear and consistent message. Uh, so I think a lot of that initial leave well stuff really did boil down to 
um, communicating like a clear, consistent message for everybody. And so I think that's a that's a huge part of it. And then there were other small things along the way too, like, you know, return your boss's emails, you know, Hey, you remember that one document you worked on that one time? Remember that graphic thing you made? Remember the one deal you did? Hey, do you still have this other thing? And, you know, replying and getting back to people and still communicating and finishing strong through that, because it is easy for a lot of people when they end a ministry to kind of mentally and emotionally check out and just disappear and never, you know, like communicate back the stuff that's needed. So one of the things I was really diligent and intentional about was making sure that anything my boss asked for, my staff needed, I tried hard to be very quick to respond, to get them what they needed, to have things on a, you know, a time schedule so that there wasn't, you know, these big open delays of time where nobody knew what to expect or what was going on. Um, so yeah, uh, communication was a big thing and, um, and actually doing stuff, you know, so that you can end well, I think were really important parts for me. Yeah. And I I think you're right on on that because I think a lot of times some people have ended and I've had these experiences with different people and you ask for certain things and you need certain things. Like I've had someone where I've replaced somebody before and I needed certain documents or certain information about how this was done or how this was done. And it just, it wasn't given to me Um, or it was really delayed. And it just, it was very, it was just a very frustrating experience for that. And again, you, you understand that, yeah, for whatever reason, at this point, the, the person that I was replacing got fired. Um, and I can understand there was hard this and whatnot. Um, but again, you really do want to be quick to be able to respond because again, it, it does reflect who you are. And now again, I know you have chosen to leave new life and accepted this new position, but you bending over backwards and communicating effectively in line with what everyone has been saying and being able to be there for your staff has been really noticeable. It's been really good. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. That, uh, that was definitely part of the intentionality of trying to leave. Well, was making sure that that kind of stuff was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and now let's go to the forward thinking here. I know you've been in contact with your new church yeah. uh, quite regularly. So what are the things that you're doing right now so that, to, that will set you up so that you can, when you when you have an official start date, you're on the ground running and you're not ke- playing catch up on some things. Yeah. So, uh, so in a similar vein, communicating well to that <laughs> group as well. If I can yeah. use the exact same answer, um, yeah, trying to stay on top of of what needs to be communicated to them. How are things going on my end? How's the house search going, um, you know, just keeping them in the loop, I think is really important. So they know what you're thinking about. They know you're still processing moving forward. Um, they know how to pray more clearly because you're dealing with certain things. And so they kind of know how to pray. Um, so to steal the other answer uh, going forward as well, I would say communication is uh, is key. They send me something, I get the document done, signed, whatever, and sent back. I'm I try to move quickly to get those things done to communicate well. Um, I had read a book, and now I'm kind of blanking on the title. I think it was called uh, Your The First 90 Days. It was kind of a corporate kind of a book, but there was a lot of good stuff in there. One of the things I I took away from that book that I had read it probably 10 or 11 years ago 
Um, one of the things I took away from that, I basically started to write down questions that I thought would help me start well in the new ministry. Questions like, um, in the first 100 days, what are my top uh, five goals? What are the top five things I really want to achieve in those 90 to 100 days? Uh, what are my top three to five priorities in those first 90 to 100 days or so? Um, uh, one of the questions I wrestled with that a, a ministry coach gave me was the question, what does an overwhelming win look like for you in the first 100 days? And uh, I think wrestling through those questions and just starting to write them out, uh, a couple of them were really vague. I think at one point I had 10 or 12 goals um, and I had like seven priorities. I'm like, okay, you can't have seven priorities going into a new job. That's got to be a little more, a little more crisp and clear and focused. But writing it down and letting it be kind of sloppy initially and then beginning to refine it and get really specific, um, you know, down to things like, you know, I want to meet with X amount of people. They need to be elders, staff, you know, blah, blah, blah. I have to meet with X amount of people over those first few days. I want to have, you know, uh, two breakfasts, two lunches and two dinners every single week with someone new, like really clear, like what's my goal uh, how do I achieve that on a weekly basis? And how does that kind of feed into my overall priority of what I'm trying to accomplish for the first 100 days or so? So I wrestled a lot with the communication. And then I really have been trying to pour myself into, okay, what are my, what are the most important priorities, goals? What's a big win in the first few months? Um, and trying to get a really clear picture of what that means for me and then beginning to kind of pursue from there. So that's kind of the process I've been in mentally yeah. as I approach some, some date in July. Yeah. I like how you talked about how you, your plan was to have two breakfasts, two lunches, two dinners, whatever that works out to be. You know, I remember when I first started at new life, uh, the executive pastor at the time said, especially the first week to 10 days, he's like, your job is to really spend as much time with people on staff as possible so you can learn and understand the culture of new life. And yeah. I thought that was very valuable advice. Um, and I wasn't able to do it a lot, but mm -hmm. I will say this, like there were a lot of people who questioned, so why was Tom hired? Like what, what is his role at new life? We've been asking that for 10 years, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the, um, but the thing was, because I didn't spend time with those people and get to know them and understand yeah. the culture and stuff, that really put me behind the eight ball and I had to do a little bit more work. So I like how you're talking about, and these aren't just staffers, you're talking about just other people in general too. I, I'm I talking about, cool. yeah, I'm talking about elders. I'm talking about core families uh, and kind of having a, um, I guess, kind of a stump speech ready to go for lack of a better phrase, you know, the same four to five questions you want to ask everybody to kind of get to know them. And if I had to add one more to like goals, priorities, an overwhelming win, you know, kind of what's the image of your first 100 days look like? I think I would also add, um, ask more questions than statements you make kind of a thing. Like don't, my approach is not to go in and say, okay, well, here I am and I've got all the answers and I've been in ministry long enough now, so we're going to do everything this way. My approach is to ask more questions. You know, what do you guys think about that? What What are your goals? What are you trying to achieve? 
how long have you been at the church? You know, what, what excites you about this church? What, you know, personally drains you like, help me get to know the person. So, uh, asking a lot of questions, especially in ministry is really important that first, you know, I mean, some people would probably say the first six months to a year, it's really important to do a lot of asking rather than a lot of changing because most most guys or gals in ministry who have a horror story can trace it back to well three months in i decided to take out the pews you know or something like that <laughs> and that's and that's when the nightmare started yep no 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 that's so true um i also know that you had and correct me if i'm wrong but I, I believe you told me this that you had requested um already to get an email address for your new job is that is that correct Yep. Yeah. I, I said, um, okay, what's, what's the way that the team is primarily communicating right now? And their tech guy set me up with my email address as a part of the Microsoft office suite st stuff. So like teams and outlook and, you know, all this stuff with that. So basically getting on board with some of the communicating of what's happening with the teams, what things are upcoming, what events are on their way. Um, being in the loop that way helps me to know how I can be praying for them and what they've got going on in these weeks that I'm not really going to be there, but I'm headed there, but I'm not there yet. Um, so yeah, the, even things like that, can I have an email address? Uh, how is the team primarily communicating? Do you guys, you know, are you primarily still using zoom? Are you using email? Are you using something within the, the Microsoft suite or a base camp type platform or, how can I get involved, even if I'm not really speaking into the process much yet, how can I get involved in uh, being a part of the conversation, seeing how things are going, knowing how I can pray and being a part of it that way as well. So yeah, email address or whatever from there, you want to kind of get connected to the flow of, you know, the the new ministry, the new team, your people, you know. Yeah, and it, it shows. I mean, at least I think it would show. I don't think they would be like, no, 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 we can't give Stan any more information than he wants. I think they want to dump information on you and say, here's this, here's this. And and then they will be excited because, again, when you start that day one, your official yeah. start date, you're going to be ready to go. You you don't have to work. Like, again, the first days, it's always filled with what's the email password? What's the network password? What form do I have to fill out here? What? And now you're doing all this stuff on the on the front end before you even start yeah and that's going to set you up to succeed so you can get to the real business of, of what you're doing yeah when i when i get there and officially get started whatever that exact date ends up being once i get that going yeah you're right you want to hit the ground running you want to have an idea of like how the meetings tend to flow how long they typically are how how are people communicating and where where are all the documents going and if you kind of have, I mean, I'll make mistakes, I'm sure, because I don't have it completely down. But even if you have a rough idea of where all that's going, how it moves around, the people you need to talk to to get certain things done, then to your point, when you get there, you're hitting the ground running. You're not saying, OK, uh, so where's my office and do I need keys? And like you've dealt with all of that. So trying to use the I guess in one way you could almost uh, go up a level and just say, uh, trying to use the transition time well 
not just use it to, cause I mean, one option for me would be to, you know, sit for the next four weeks and just take a bunch of vacation because yeah. I'm not at new life and I'm being paid to end out, you know, the month of June. So, I mean, one option is just to waste four weeks and you know, <laughs> go on a lot of vacations or something, yeah. but I don't think that's a good use of the time. So yeah, using that transition time as well to prepare you to hit the ground running. I think that's a good, that's a good one. That's good. That's good. Um, okay. So as we're getting close to wrapping up here, what, what else would you add on here? What are some things that you're thinking through so that's going to set you up to succeed and start strong when you get to your new church? Yeah. So as, as of this recording, I'm getting ready to finish at new life. I have a couple days left. Um, and I'm getting ready to visit the new church in the coming week to look around. And so for me, I think um, right now, one of the things I want to do while I'm out there is to spend some time right now with some of the people that are there, you know, maybe go to one of the one or two of the church type events, um, connect with the staff if I can, you know, uh, touch base with the elders, um, those types of things to show that to show that I'm thinking forward. Um, for instance, one of the things I'm working on is basically the, um, basically uh, my actual start date. Like, okay, what does that actually look like? What are they thinking? What am I thinking? What's going to work well for both parties? How do we do this in a way that's, you know, the healthiest for the church, for the kingdom, for the people there? And so uh, one of the big wins for me in the next a week or so is really going to be um, basically landing on that start date with them. And uh, yeah, and then implementing the rest of everything we just talked about and making sure that whenever I finally do arrive, you know, for real in July sometime, you know, we're ready to rock and roll. So that's kind of the big thing in front of me right now that I'm focusing on is getting that piece knocked out. Um, and then, you know, and then go from there. So um yeah, and I like actually, I, again, I know this happens in a lot of ways, especially if you're moving cross country um, or to a different state or whatnot, that you usually go out and go house shopping or look for a place that you want to yep. do. But I like that you're taking your whole family out there. And so your whole family can get used to it. Because again, you and your wife uh, went out there and interviewed and did that whole process, but your kids didn't. And so right. for them right. to get acclimated with it a little bit and get familiar with, okay, this is what the church really looks like, or this is what the area looks like. Here's all the hot kids here. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you can expose them to the church and all the church kids can be like, oh, those rotted kids, man, they are so good looking. Oh, I can't the PKs, there they yeah. are. I can't yeah. wait to date them, you know, kind of deal like that. P so PK is the mark of the beast, I think, you know, they've, they've got the mark, you know. Yeah. Um, do they have lacrosse out there? I know one of your kids plays lacrosse. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure they do. The high schools there, uh, similar size to where I'm at here in in Virginia, and they've got they've got all the sports and you know three or four big universities right around Kansas City. You know, KU, K State, MU, Nebraska's up a little bit further north, but you've got I mean you got some pretty big universities there, all with you know lacrosse teams, and they're all yeah. you know pulling out of the you know, kids out of high school and stuff, wanting them to play. And so, yeah, they've, they've got all the sports and swimming and all the stuff that they could or don't want to do or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they're all there. Yeah, that's good. That's good. 
Well, Stan, I know you're going to, you're going to start strong and I know you're, you're doing a lot of work and I know you're excited about it. Yes. So, I mean, it's very encouraging to see again, you know, we will talk, but, and I, you will be on the podcast some more. Now, now, I, sure. now I've got a whole bunch more topics I can talk to you about now that you're, you know, heading up all this stuff that you're doing. <laughs> um, you know, you're, you're not leading from second, but you are the leader. <laughs> and so, yeah, um, we'll, we'll be, but yeah, we can still talk about whatever. Yeah. Well, give me a quick little update. We mentioned it briefly about 4Gen. I know yeah. you said you're, you're, you're getting acclimated to the new position, but 4Gen is not ending. In fact, no. you, you have plans that it's going to continue. And so okay. update people and where they can find it. So, yeah, you can get all the information at 4Gen.org. That's all spelled out, F-O-U-R-G-E-N.org. Um, and the kind of the highlights of Forgen really are uh, some disciple uh, discipleship training for pastors, churches, uh, staffs, whoever. Uh, and once I get settled in the Kansas City area, we'll kick those back off. For now, I'm taking a, a break from those just because there's I I can't focus on all the things. Um, so we're going to take a break from those for a bit, but we will get those started again once I'm settled there. And then the other big piece of Forgen or one of is the uh, the pastoral retreats. We just had one back in uh, April. It was a I thought it was overwhelming success. We had a great time. Uh, had a couple pastors and a, a spouse come over. Um, and we are actually working on hopefully a new partnership with an organization in Missouri um, where uh, there's potential for those pastoral retreats to take more of a front and center kind of um, place in Forgen if we can uh, finish up this partnership that we're working on with, with an organization there. So uh, here real soon, Forgen will definitely be more active, kind of going slow right now just because there's a lot of moving parts and I can't do everything. Um, but yeah, it's, it's still going. And uh, once I'm settled, that'll, that'll pick right back up right where we left off. Yeah, and that's that's encouraging. And even though uh, Stan's got a little bit of break here as he transitions into the new role, the reality is with 4Gen, there's so much good content on there. There's old blog posts, there's eBooks on there, uh, and there's podcasts of, of training. Yeah. Uh, so you can scour that website and look and you can find all that stuff that's really relevant uh, today. Yep. You can uh, you can even now, we have a whole members area, so you can create an account, become a member. It's all free. Um, and basically, you have access to our library of tools that we've been putting out there for all of our disciple-making efforts. So there's a few there that are just kind of on the homepage for free type of a thing. But then if you join the members area, you get, you know, news and updates. You get, you know, kind of you're the first to hear of things. We've got an FAQ there. You can meet the Forgen team. So, yeah, when you get to the page, create an account. Uh, it's free. Just It's just a, a real simple membership thing. And then it gives you access to our entire library of tools um and that's that's actually the best way to go about it yeah that's great well four gen's fantastic i'm glad you're continuing it and um we'll be looking for more and more updates all right Stan, thanks so much yeah man i'll i'll be talking to you soon i'll be talking to you soon tom good to see you all right see you man all right so there you have it my conversation with stan it's always great talk with him and even though he is moving away from me we will always still be friends and continue to um, chat and we I'll continue to have him on the podcast. In fact, I have a whole new series of podcasts I can do with him now um, that he's going to be the lead pastor at this church and I'm excited for him on that. But I was curious from you guys, 
What stood out from you on transitioning well, starting strong? How can you do that in a new ministry position? If you've done it before and you found some tricks or tips that you'd like to share with us, I would love to hear it. Simply go over to Twitter and uh, let's keep this conversation going on. My Twitter handle is at TA Pounder. Share, that, uh, share your thoughts with me uh, and tag me in it and we can carry this conversation on some more. Or you can just email me at tom at ymsidekick.com. Again, I would love to hear your thoughts and your tips so that we can encourage each other in starting strong in what you're doing or what you've done or what you've heard done to be successful. All right, heroes, well, that wraps it up for another episode of the YM Sidekick Podcast. As always, if you enjoyed the podcast, go to iTunes or Spotify and rate it or uh, like it and subscribe to it. That would be super awesome if you could do that. Also, you can get all my content at ymsidekick.com, and you can get some daily encouragement at the Digital Bootcamp Facebook group uh, where we have ministers from all different backgrounds and all different ministry positions learn digital tools it's a really important in this day and age to know and learn digital tools so we talk about them every day and encourage each other so you can find that at the digital boot camp facebook group and actually all this stuff you can find at ymsidekick.com all right heroes well i hope you have a great rest of your day a great rest of your week and until next time have a great one